What's up, everybody? Today we're talking Terry Crews' sexual confession and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. We have no oh, music, music and oh, we're happened? going to dance anyway with nothing. Oh, there we go. Trina Trick Daddy, Paradise, what? Turn it up. <laughs> oh, you know that. This is like this is a summer song though. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? It feels very summer. But they are in Miami. They are right. in Miami. It's where it's always right. summer. It's always summer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I am your host, Dario Kristen. Joining me today in black, she got the memo. Courtney I did. Stewart. I got the memo. What's up, y'all? I thought it was fall, but then I came outside and it was 75 degrees. So right. Psych. <laughs> so I'm hot. Right, you hot. Right, right. <laughs> We got DJ Jesse J who did not read the memo. Oh, I read it and said, I don't care. What up, <laughs> Showing up in blue. <laughs> and our very special guest today, you know him very well. He's actor Bijan Rodin right now in the house. Hey, hey, All the way from Canada. Yep, I got the memo way out there. You got yes, the memo way out there. Can. Where you at? And he got the season right too with the t-shirt <laughs> and the short sleeve. Okay. He's like, it's summer, y'all. Right. Good. Uh, it's probably warmer here than Canada. Though. Paradise. Oh, way warmer. Way yeah. warmer. Way I'm gonna assume yeah, that that's a colder. big yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. go with that. It's one. always hard coming off the plane because you know I'm coming in a winter jacket and then yeah. I land and I'm like, ah. California. California. Yeah, it's like yeah, hi, yeah, some from Canada. Hi, how you doing? But he's like, he's like, listen, it's way too warm here, right? This ain't natural. Mm-hmm. You got your your show on um, Sci-Fi Van Helsing. Yeah, doing yep. big things with it. It's yep. uh, this it started back in October. The season's uh, kind of almost. Almost through, yeah. Through, almost there. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of fun stuff on that show. We're gonna get into and Ooh. have you tell us about a new project too. Yeah. But first, what we're gonna do is to get into some hot topics. First, what we's well, gonna do? All right. So Eve was over at the real. You know, what I mean, keeping it real. Mm-hmm. Real, real. The talk, boo. I'm sorry, the talk. Um, <laughs> same thing. These days, they just a little older. Yes. Um, but so. She was there, and she was talking about uh, Nicki Minaj. You know, have you have seen the paper magazine mm-hmm. with yeah. oh, oh, yes. Kim Kardashian's yeah. booty and all yeah. this? So, you know, it's kind of a little scandalous. And Nicki Minaj graced to the cover this week. And yes. apparently, as Twitter on? uses it, breaks the internet. Yeah. Did I didn't it? think it really broke no. anything. Yeah. It was just kind of like, and people are like in an uproar of this. And I'm like. This, we're mad at this? Like, th- would we expect anything different from Nicki Minaj? Uh, I don't know how we're not, like, really desensitized to things like this. I kind of just looked <laughs> yeah. at it, and I just kept scrolling. I'm like, all right. Like, I oh. mean, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think anything about it. I mean, I thought, wow, I like the picture, but I didn't think anything else about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kept it pushing. I mean, kept it pushing. It wasn't like, I was shocked. It was like, oh, my God, I, I see Nicki Minaj's yeah, titties. Wow. That's oh, new. no, oh, it's her booty. Spinning. What's going to happen? Seen that before, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah. yeah. Right, like, leg spread, tongue out, like, so anyway. I was more shocked that Eve joined the talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was more shocked about that actually. But, um, but she's so, a permanent fixture now. Yeah, which yeah. is interesting. And I love me some Eve. Mm-hmm. Love me some Eve. But she came out to say, you know, she loves Nikki as a as a person. She yeah. loves her as an artist. Um, she's worked with her, and she thinks she's great. She said, however, she disagrees with her d- doing a cover like this because she she remembers coming up and saying. Now, here's my thing, though, Eve. She remembers coming up and saying that I realized that I was a role model to women. And so, you know, maybe this isn't the best light to showcase yourself as a woman with this deep in your career. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> well, 
Well. Now, I'll give Eve, like, she wasn't out here, low Kim, leg spread, tongue out. You know what I mean? She just had her little... A little tattoos. Kitty paws, yeah, titty yeah, yeah, tattoos. The, the, yeah, yeah, the paws. You know. The paws. <laughs> Meow. You're the paws. a little happy about that over there. <laughs> I'm already, you know, my mind was racing in many different ways. Yeah, I was like, let me just keep it. We just started. Let me stay. But it goes to the point of saying sex sells. I mean, you know, look at somebody like Eve, who to me is one of the most slept on female hip hop artists. I would agree with that. Um, yeah. I like her music, I like her career, but I feel like it didn't really go anywhere because she didn't really navigate herself within the marketing world. I mean, she had her first two albums that were kind of... Well, uh, the first one, I was really into it. Then the set, this ne- the two following were very commercial, mm. and then she kind of fell off. And I think it was because she kind of moved away from well, the she industry. she did her TV show. She did a TV and show, and then she got more into being like fashion, like more of a fashionista yeah, route, too. And then she found her man. And then she found her man. Real good one. She was like, deuces. But a lot of people were coming for her on Twitter saying, like, but you were sexy, and you had your tatas out, and you were dancing or whatever. With her and Stevie J. I she don't know a, if she, you know, was involved in the recording of it, but, uh, well, well I mean, she was involved, but I mean, in the getting I mean, out of it. I wouldn't compare that at some yeah. point. But there's right. still point. She also said that particularly in the current environment, right. was that maybe not the best decision for Nikki to make? And I think that's something we should maybe consider, or that it would have been nice had she considered, because it's like, it's not like Nikki was doing something new and shocking. Right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm naked, and I'm showing yeah. my butt cheeks. Like, to like push some envelope, like you didn't push an envelope, yeah. like you didn't do anything new, yeah. different, or bring anything new yeah. to the conversation right. about sexy and sexuality or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think just you know all that's going on and with the Me Too marches going down right now and like all that, like it just seems out of place. Mm-hmm. And I I, I would have liked to see something else. So what would you like her to be in a full dress and <clears throat> given a different message? Yep, you know? turtleneck and all, just. That would have been definitely Rap like surprising. a Christmas tree. And you're like, well, yeah. Nikki's in like yeah, There's suit. a lot of other creative <laughs> ideas yeah, that you could have come yeah, up with 100%. other than I mean, making your you own that, vagina yeah. and sticking your butt cheek out. Wait, those aren't the only two options? This you know, late in your career, we, we get the play on Menage a Trois with you. Right, you know, right. well, I mean, but that's your name, girl. We don't know that since you came <laughs> no, that's out. What I'm saying, that's like, what I'm saying. We've heard it before. And Nikki, you've been around now for a minute. Like, this isn't like. need evolution. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just try something else. You know, put on a suit. Maybe, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix you know it. Maybe that's now, see, actually, Nicki Minaj in like a pantsuit. It would be amazing. Just like I mean, and I'll even give her that she could have like a little no sexy, shirt underneath. Yeah, a little like, sexy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Brilliant. You could still yeah. be sexy. It was just, but she was really like out there. I mean, she yeah, straight she was, had pasties on, was licking her own badge, and like yeah. was on. Yeah, that was, home, yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, I really had to. I, I mean, it was one of those pictures that you, you know, you do, you even though you're scrolling, you're like, wait, is that? Daryl framed that shit on his wall. Okay, let's go ahead. I was like, oh, okay, oh, okay. I was like, wait, yeah. uh, okay, all right, okay. Well, all right. and you brought I'll up the, the to Me Too tomorrow. marches. So there's a conversation <laughs> that's been kind of going around, and this actually works out perfectly uh, to talk about the Nicki Minaj thing. Um, using the word <laughs> bitch in verse ho, um, the conversation stems from hip-hop mm. um, and just kind of the demeanor in which men are treat black women. Mm-hmm. in hip-hop, um, specifically. When a white woman is called a bitch or a hoe, um, it, it, it comes off derogatory, it comes off, uh, you know, I mean, we look at the, the Harvey Weinstein situation, you know, as soon as he gets outed, he has all these repercussions. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to a black woman, 
you know, and she's called a bitch or a hoe. It's kind of like a well, yeah, that's what we're. It's hip hop. It's art. This is what we. This is what we say. This is what. And are we hiding? Are we masking behind saying, well, you know what? It's art. This is what these men, you know, do. But we've created a culture now yeah. that is so desensitized to calling women bitches, hoes. I know that I'll be first one to be like, hey, bitch. You know, not in a negative mm-hmm. way, but it just it's a word now that we use. And, mm-hmm. and it's in our culture. And, you know, we make up these words like, well, it's okay if you use it because she's my bitch. Like, okay, well, then when he's like, no, she's my bitch and it's a little more aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, how do you balance it? it? It comes down to almost our conversation with the N-word of like, do you I was going to say it? it's do no different. It? Yeah. Um, and then not only that, but then we're pushing the negative part towards a specific race. Um, what do you guys think about about hip-hop specifically um, kind of claiming that word and using that towards uh, women? Hmm. <laughs> this is like, this is, yeah, this is deep. It's yeah, I mean, a loaded yeah. question. Like, that's a lot. It's layered. It's so layered. <laughs> it's layered. Because it's like, it stems from someplace. But I mean, what's your, for Bijan, what was your first, re- like, your first reaction to my that? My first reaction, uh, this might sound bad, but, like, it's, it's up to, I believe, you know, the individuals to, you know, really siphon through what's harmful to yourself and others and what's not. I... If I listen to a song and I hear people saying bitches and hoes, I don't I don't really think anything of it. You know what I mean? If if I don't really think anyone should take it too personally, um, it's just a vibe. It's just an atmosphere. It's just in my mind, it's just for entertainment and fun, and, and no one should really take it too seriously. So, I mean, unless you're literally calling someone a bitch, like you you fucking bitch, then it's different. You know what I mean? Are you not allowed to cuss on the show? No, oh. I'm just playing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm joking. Say what you want. The topic yeah. is called bitch and hoe. Don't swear. Right. right. Don't swear. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, it's rough. I mean, you I, know. I mean, it, here's the thing. It's you know the NWA versions of bitch and hoes is different than I think of just uh, of you know Nicki Minaj or Jay-Z or somebody mm. saying I went to the club and saw this bit B you know or whatever but the NWA ver- well yeah. I do I think so I mean NWA was talking about slap a B or and But where does B. that all stem from you I know mean, what I'm that, saying? That, that's not like when Jay-Z's dude. like yo look at that bitch over there that's the same bitch that NWA wants to slap, slap the bitch, bitch. like in the- I mean okay I Jay-Z guess, ain't, guess, ain't gonna slap her, but he's still gonna be like you a bitch Okay maybe you know what maybe you're right maybe because I think of, of it being gangster you know rap that I I put it in a different category mm. um and Maybe you're right. I mean, maybe it isn't a difference. To me, it is, but maybe I mean, really theoretically. Solange it felt like she needed to slap a bitch on the elevator, so she was like, I'm wondering what Jay Z really thinks. Well, <laughs> that's true. I mean, yeah. Well, he didn't slap her, so. Right, he did not. He right. isn't there. Mm. But uh, I mean, I don't know. Because with the N word, for me, it's a little clearer than with the bitches and yeah. hoes. Um, just because, I mean, well, it's debatable, I guess. You could say bitch and hoe has been used to sort of suppress a whole group of people, but mm, I don't know. But uh, I, I'm definitely guilty. I, I call my best friend a bitch and a hoe all the time. You use one more than the other, or do you use no, both no, equally? No, we, we go, and it, but it's very specific. Like, I, But there are girlfriends that I would never 
say bitch or hoe to. Right, right. But literally, like, my best friend, like, you look through our text, you're like, oh, where? I'm drunk. And drunk. Right. Like, whatever. So it's, yeah. like, stuff we say all the time, and it's definitely a term of endearment. It's def- but we will be in an environment, and we have been in one situation where somebody turned around and mm-hmm. said, tell that bitch to walk home. And we... I was like, I'm sorry, am I that bitch? Okay, it's then it's a problem. So it's context, and words are context. And people have that same argument about the N-word, that it's contextual and it's different now and it means different things and it's possible, but I feel like there's a different layer on that just because of where we are history-wise. But I think it's hard. I mean, is it great to call somebody a bitch and a hoe? I mean, I don't know. Maybe we should just try to not do that. But I haven't been able to pull that off, so I can't really be judging nobody. <laughs> like, is it like almost like how Eve was saying about Nicki Minaj? It's like, okay, like I get it. Like it's a part of like what we've used. But now as adults and humans, we it's have time to for us to look at it. Be adult and human and choose other words. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of other words. There's a lot of other words. A lot of other words. But just like I was saying earlier about the f word, sometimes when yeah. I'm with my girl and I'm like, bitch. Did what? Like, there's nothing that comes out the same as bitch in that moment. Yeah. Right. So, right. do I necessarily think that it's it's one thing if that's at home? But then again, when you put it in music and you're just sort of using it loosely all the time mm. with anybody and everybody, and people start to feel freer to say it in a more open circumstance, and maybe to people that they don't have certain relationships with, then maybe we that's where yeah. the problem is. I don't know, but I don't know y'all. I'm feeling. No, I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. I, it's interesting because of the fact that we have, like you said, used it in our music and, and different forms of entertainment that has basically sort of desensitized it a bit. But on the flip side, it is a bigger problem and a bigger issue overall. I mean, theoretically, because it is calling people outside of their names, you know. I, I mean, and, and also, is this something that is just focus more on our culture because I have heard white people call I've seen white girls call their girlfriends you know be you know I I don't hear hoe as much but maybe you know in derogatory yeah Yeah. Yeah. you slut yeah right right yeah I mean Kardashians on TV calling each other slurs all day every day like they made up their own slur to each other so but is that something that we've as women sort of did we take it and try to flip it because it was used against light. us right. in a patriarchal light. society yeah. about sexuality? And like, so right. we decided, oh, you ain't, you ain't gonna call me a slut and make me feel no kind of way about it because now I'm gonna use this and me and my girls, whatever. So mm-hmm. is that the same? Because that's the same argument as the N word. Yeah. We flipped it yeah. and used it in our own whatever. But it's culture, it's language, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's gonna be it's, problematic it's gonna be, yeah. and it's still gonna be used. And I don't, we just. I don't. It, I don't see do it better. being deleted anytime soon. I'll put not it like deleted, that. Probably not. But you know, we could put quarters in a jar every time we say it. And be like, okay, I'm gonna get better. I'm not gonna say it as much. <laughs> Start a savings account. Yeah. Right. Right. You Stock know. up a Citibank yeah. real quick. Yeah, I ain't a fan of Citibank. That's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's a whole other different segment of subject. You're not a fan of Citibank. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, we're going (laughs) to over that. Don't want You can go and find probably later somewhere a tirade of Jesse and Citibank. Yeah, tweet Jesse and find out why he doesn't like like, Citibank. Why doesn't he like Citibank? But I actually want to know. I'm kind of curious now, but we're not going (laughs) to. Okay, we're not going to go. Okay, we're not going to go. We're going to move on. We're going to move on to some people who are not happy with J. Crew right now. This makes me sad, but whatever. Anyway, so there was an ad that was released um, with the company uh, Madewell, which is a part of J. Crew. And there's a beautiful model who is a black woman, for those of you guys who can't see the picture because you're listening to us. And her hair was styled in what would be termed as a messy bun for a white girl. 
but it didn't quite translate for black folks. And all the black girls on Twitter got pissed off and started tweeting the hell out of J. Crew. Like, how are you not going to hire somebody that knows how to do black hair? This model's hair looks a mess. Y'all are insensitive. Y'all ain't nothing. Y'all is this, that, and the oh, no. other. Your mama needs to die. Like, they were just going in on J. Crew. Like, they were upset. Okay. So, J. Crew, well, the model actually responded and she oh. said that she wasn't actually like offended by the styling of the shoot because she felt like it went along with Madewell's messy look that was done as a purpose it was done on purpose as a part of Madewell's unfussy and effortless aesthetic so she felt like it was the aesthetic of the brand that she was modeling for and she felt good about it but J. Crew still decided to release an apology to everybody that was offended by their artistic choices and the apology said J. Crew strives to represent every race gender and background we sincerely apologize for the styling of this model and the offense that was caused. We assure you that we are taking steps to address it and to prevent this from happening again. And then some of blacks would have still went in on their apology and kept dragging them, saying, like, how could they not know this was not okay, blah, 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 blah. But people was real upset. Y'all mad at her? Y'all are mad at that look. I'm not mad at the look per se. I mean, it looks a little (laughs) bit more raggedy to the left. The right one, I wouldn't have thought anything about because it looks very much like a lot of ways a lot of girls I see wear their hair Mm -hmm. or African-American or or women of color. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the flip side, I know, listen, I, I got a sister and a mama who very sensitive about their hair and the way it looks. So I know that this, they would have had a fit if they saw this. I would love to have my mom's opinion on this. She would have said, she need to fix them edges up to yeah. the right a little bit. Yeah. You know? But it does, it's the look. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's a look. It, it's, it's what it's, they were going It's fashion. It's, it's a look. It's not, it's not like every, if, not, if every black model that's in a J. Crew ad look, had this same look all the time and mm-hmm. hair was looking crazy all the time, I'd be like, okay, yeah, they might need to, yeah, you I mean, know, come yeah. on, you know, call Figure L.A. Hair out. or something. But, <laughs> you know, but, call, LA <laughs> call L.A. Hair or something. Put them on that reality Angela, show. Angela, we need you. Get out but of here. this is fashion. I mean, I wouldn't have thought. You wouldn't have thought nothing about it. Okay. Yeah. I guess the difference is that, like, when you look at the white girl, you look at her and you're like, she probably goes outside like that. But then you look <laughs> at this girl, and anyone who's black, you know, knows that you probably she wouldn't go outside like that. Like right. that you mm-hmm. know, so I think that's where a lot of the, where the anger nice. came through, yeah. right? Yeah. I guess that's mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. All I, my response to it was, mm-hmm. oh, I totally get it, because my mama, my grandma, my aunties, and everybody would be like, if you don't get that add some tracks and to yeah. make that a whole bun because like, there's one picture where you see the side and the bun it ain't really a, a bun because you got a little short yeah, hair little um, short. but then there was the other part of me that has been natural since before it was cool to be natural right. and I know that there's a level and some y'all might come for me for no this, I agree but there's a level yeah, of self unacceptance that black women have about their hair because we're constantly being like, that would be unkempt for us. Right, exactly. And they yeah. feel like there's a level of judgment that goes along with that. And that's part of the reason why black women are so sensitive about the hair, especially when the hair is in their natural state, because it appears unkempt. Because what is, like, nice and uh, acceptable is smoother. Right. So I, I just, part of me was sort of like, uh, why aren't we to the place yet where that's actually cool? Because <laughs> if I'm keeping it all the way real, Jesse, you don't see my hair just like this for, like, I, the last week. I was going to say, well, actually, you said that because I know a lot. I, I, listen, a lot of I didn't want to call you out, Courtney, but I've seen your hair you like know that before. Like, all the time. And I and that's part and part of my going natural when I did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all have seen some of the BHL guests who have come 
in here, you know? But it's sad because I, like you said, my hair is like this often, and I have to, I actually think about it. Like, if mm. I have to go walk my dog at 8.30 in the morning, I don't want to, like, gel down and get the smooth right, edges going yeah. on and get all of that. I would like to do my messy bun and put mm. it up, but it's going to be some stuff coming out of it, and it's going to be doing yeah. a thing. But, like, if we see a white girl like that, we're like, oh, she's got bed head. It's like mm-hmm. sex hair. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. Yeah, but a black different. girl look a mess. Right. And that's been conditioned to us yeah. to it tell has, us that. Yeah. That's not something we accepted right. and decided. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's interesting because they were on TV One talking about it and all these black women with all their braids. and the pro- How did they not be sensitive enough to recognize? But nobody said, like, yo, why are we still not to the place where we're okay with our edges not being perfectly smoothed out? Because that's not what it is. Not one person? Not one. They did mm-hmm. say, like, don't shame her for her hair. The goal should be, like, not to shame her. But the broader concept is that we still don't accept that that is what our hair would be if we're in a messy bun. Mm -hmm. We just kind of put it together and came from the gym or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we have to be conscious about that all the time, like, I just want to go to the gym. That's why I'd be having to go to the gym over there because I might run into somebody I know. And, you know, I don't have it all together all the time. And I was going to say, I wonder if J. Crew doing this destigmatizes. <laughs> it's not together all the time. So anyway, yeah. J. Crew doing this destigmatizes that a, a little bit in a sense of that they're trying to make, like, put it in a high, a high fashion kind of culture. Right. Yeah. And right. to put it out there and give, and, and I mean, I so I understand both sides of it, but it's like, she looks beautiful. She does. Like, gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. yeah. If she's, anyone it's can the work bohemian, that. It's a bohemian look. <laughs> yeah. It almost looks like something Tracy Ellis Ross would, would rock or would have rocked at some point on one of the shows. Maybe Except not. we would have accepted it because Tracy's hair is longer yeah. and the bun would have been fuller right. and the edges right. would have been laid a little bit different right. because she's got more hair. So it's just, I don't know. I just would encourage us to love our sisters in their natural hair state a little bit harder. I mm. say that people are being a little bit too harsh. It's, a, it's a fashion harsh. ad. It's yeah. not, it's, you know, she doesn't go outside like that every day but even if she did. I will say, though, that if it was not a black hairstylist that approved it or somebody that is familiar and does black hair on a regular basis, that then gets to question, like, were, were you really going for that or is that just kind of what happened and you didn't know any better. I have to. And I, think I, I would think that's, that that's what they were trying to go for, though. I can't. I. I, I have to think that's, that they were. Yeah, yeah this. I mean, we don't know. So we don't know. But walk uh, away from I'd that. Be curious. <laughs> I'd, I'd be curious. I'd be curious. I'd be curious. All right. I'm also curious about a movie that's about to come out, and I'm super excited because the original was one of my faves. I still got the DVD, and yes, I still watch DVDs and got a DVD player in my bedroom. Um, so Taraji P Henson, it was announced this week that she's got a new film that she's going to be working on. She's doing a remake of the movie that was called What Women Want. It was originally directed by Nancy Myers, and it starred Mel Gibson. And the original concept was basically. Mel Gibson was an asshole. Oops, surprise. He worked at, um, he was working at an ad, ad agency, agency right? yeah. and he was basically like a, a jerk. He was a jerk to women and didn't understand women mm. and he, an accident happens when he's like experimenting with some products that he has to write ads about and he gets struck by lightning or something. Whatever it is, he yeah. can start to hear women's thoughts and it sort of changes his whole concept of how he deals with his daughter, how he deals with business. He falls in love with Helen Hunt and it's like a whole thing and it's a really cute movie. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. So Taraji is taking on the role basically that Mel Gibson played and it's kind of a switch. Um, she is going to play a female sports agent who's been constantly boxed out by her male colleagues and she gains the power to hear men's thoughts. She's able to then shift the paradigm to her advantage as she races to sign NBA's next superstar. 
Will Power Packer and James Lopez are going to produce this, and mm -hmm. Taraji's executive producing, and we'll be seeing this in January of 2019. I'm sure it'll be great. Well, plus, you know, everything that Will touches yeah. anyway, he's just he's the been golden, making gold. Mm -hmm. The golden man got, right now. She's got a lot lined up in the yeah. next like year and a half. She's yeah. got a whole lot of stuff coming out. I'm like, I'm girl, you be working that. hard in the yeah, hiatus for Empire, because <laughs> Empire is when you want a mm -hmm. full yeah. weekly show like that, that's a lot of work for a lot mm -hmm. of months, and then your off time, you make Making all these movies, get it. Checks. <laughs> checks, honey, checks. Checks. Mm -hmm. checks. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it'll be good. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to hear the men's thoughts. Yeah, you know, that was the first. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was the first thing I yeah. thought about. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm really ready. No, especially Whoa. that it's a sports in the sports, sports world. world. Yeah. I, I, like, I I wanna, they're going to go there, I'm, I'm sure. I didn't see the writer yet. I'm curious who's writing it because mm. I, I couldn't find who's writing it yet. Mm. But I'm curious because I want to know what y'all yeah. thinking. Uh, I'll read your mind. <laughs> We're gonna see what's gonna happen oh, no. with that one. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on. We can read on. There's a lot going on right there. Might not want all that information. <laughs> that was my first thought. I'm like, oh, girl, be singing for the we already because y'all put a lot of stuff out there that we don't even want to know as it is. Right, you so, think you want to know, and you but, like to really you know. know what's going on. You may not want to know. I'll be <laughs> turn, turn lesbian real quick. Really like, this is what he might like. <laughs> and when's it come out next next January year? 2019. Okay, because it'll start Long shooting next year. Okay, yeah. so we got, so we a, got a year. year. We got a little bit. A little over a year. All right, well, we're gonna move on to our EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. All right, our man Terry Crews. We spoke about him yeah. a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago in reference to everything that's going on right now with all this. It seems to be sex scandal in Hollywood. Yeah. It started with Harvey Weinstein, and it is just. Up, just been a tornado since what then. I mean, every on? day I go on the news and it's somebody else somebody who's about to report time. female, male. It's in the government, yeah. it's in Hollywood. Everyone, government, everything. So Terry Crews spoke about an incident that he had uh, at a, <laughs> a, a, a entertainment event party last year. He was with his wife and apparently there was a, a, a pretty big agent there who, uh, he, who touched his genitals. And um, as everybody's kind of been speaking about this, he came forward and t spoke about saying, hey, listen, I'm a male and this happens to us too and, you know, mm -hmm. we just need to kind of fix the problem as a whole in the, in, the, in the business in general. Well, this week he's been kind of doing a couple circuits and speaking about it even more. <laughs> he appeared this week on uh, GMA where he also revealed uh, the Who assailant. Yes, and did. it's been a lot of talk in Hollywood about this because this is pretty major because this person is named Adam ben Bennett. Uh, he is the alleged groper, and he is um, the he works at William Morris Endeavor. Yeah. He's one of the lead agents he's on the head of, head, of head of motion pictures. Yeah, I mean he's the big dog. big dog. Yes, yeah, big dog. Yeah. So Cruz said this when he was speaking. He said um, he's he said this about uh, Adam. He said he's connected to probably everyone I know in the business. He's here's the thing. I did not know this man. I never had a conversation with him. He said I I knew of him, but the first time I ever had an interaction with him was at that event. He's also been tweeting out a lot this week, and he said the whole thing with Harvey Weinstein is giving me PTSD. Uh, why? He, he question marks. He says because this this is the kind of thing that has happened to me. So he's been very vocal, and mm -hmm. and 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 you know naming the person is even you know that's that's pretty major, especially for a lot of people are talking about him being an African American man, and mm -hmm. you know what will this do to his career? Um, I'd be curious to know because when I first you know saw this and had and thought about it, I really was like, wow, that's a bold move because you are in a place where the person you're naming has such power. And 
I still, you know, we all still know that there's a separation between white and black in Hollywood and mm-hmm. and being a male, so how will that affect him? Will this be something that will help, you know, his career in some way? Or will this be something that sets him back, you know? Because will people put a judgment on him because of moving forward with this? I was literally talking on the phone with my friend about this before even coming here, and he thinks it's bold because he thinks his career might be done. Yeah, he so thinks a lot of that, people are saying. that might be a wrap, mm. which sucks because he's amazing and he's so entertaining and he's unbelievable to watch, and it's just like, just like that, gone. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I wonder... I don't know. When it first kind of came out, I was like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But now, as things have sort of continued to unfold, I think much less that it's a career killer for him mm-hmm. and for anybody else that's coming out at this point. Because mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, at first, it's kind of like like when all the Cosby ladies were coming out. It's oh, kind of right. like, it's still that like, who, what, nah, right. that didn't really, nah, right. we don't really. Don't really I feel like now the fact, like literally you pick up, or there's a uh, ant under every rock, like somebody's coming out with some, something, something, and there's yeah. so much. And I think that people are actually starting to sort of think, like I had a friend post on Facebook about, um, is it true that every woman, like one friend believes every woman has probably been groped in a time that she didn't want to be groped. And then the other friend was like, I would say some women. And every woman under that post, it was like a thousand women, every woman has been groped or touched in a way that she did not request, did not ask for, or did not want. And I think it's sort of like, it's sort of like when white folks got Trump in the office that didn't expect that to happen. And they were like, what? Racism and like clan members are out? Like that's still a thing? I feel like men are just now starting to really see, oh, this whole sexual harassment thing. Oh, this is like a real thing. Like that like happens. Women are bothered. I, I, all the time. I right. Yeah. I so statement. I feel like it's a cultural shift. And for yeah. that reason, I feel, will it be the same career? Maybe not. But as the last I read, I'm pretty sure they said he's been suspended. The oh, agent. oh, Adam. Oh, yeah. Adam Vent. Uh, Vennett, excuse me, what's this? It's Vennett, yes. Adam Vennett, he actually has been, yeah, he's Yeah, been he's been suspended. So I feel like now, and then watching what happened with Kevin Spacey, like right. the fact that that movie that was about to come out, they literally said, oh, we about to reshoot your parts. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's coming out next yeah. month. Yeah, pulled in Chris Plummer. Yeah. Like, that's, that's mind-blowing in terms yeah. of what people are now willing yeah. to do in the business yeah. to, like, be not, to not be associated with mm-hmm. the mess. So I feel like we are... I mean, and fingers crossed, like, in a place where an actual massive shift is finally starting well, to happen. Well, it's also interesting with it is Vinod, his uh, two of the clients that he has are, are Brett Ratner and Dustin Hoffman, who are now also, also been, been put on the spotlight for allegations of sexual harassment. And Wonder harassment. Woman saying she ain't going to do the second one if Ratner's involved. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a big deal. She's yeah. like, no, absolutely not. I won't do it unless he has been bought out or whatever his stake yeah. is in the franchise. She yeah. won't do it. So, and they're looking at that like, well, son. That's like an eight hundred million dollar movie. We don't have to do something about that, like yeah. that. And the idea that anybody's even considering that is something that I think two years ago we would have never yeah. thought would happen. But do you? Okay, so do you think that it's going to make a, a really big change in just entertainment business? It doesn't have to be politics, wherever it is. Do you think that this is because we're, we're are we going to start to be desensitized about this too? Because now we're just hearing report after report after report after report, and are we going to start to be like, okay, this is a temporary change, but then eventually it's like, okay, there's just somebody well, else. I hope who's it saying scares something, people you know? a little bit. I think it'll scare people yeah. for a little bit. I think it will. I think it'll bit. scare people a little bit, and I think there will While be some about. sufficient change because it's affecting people's pockets, right? Mm-hmm. And like that idea, as sad as it is, moves people. But I think the issue is 
much deeper than Hollywood as a mm-hmm. business and right. whatever. I think it's a cultural issue between man and woman and patriarchy and power. what that power means. And I don't think, I don't know if we'll ever actually address that. I don't even know how we would really go about <laughs> like, addressing it at this point. Because I definitely like, and the, it's funny because Pete, this conversations are going on with friends and it's all mm-hmm. over the place and whatever. And they're asking like, and I have some male friends that are like, well, I can't even like, I'm scared to touch a chick. Like, I don't know how to, and I've definitely had guy friends that roll up and we come in and I'll get a hug and a kiss on the face. Like, and it's not something I ask for. It's sometimes it's like, whoa, you kissed me. But I know you don't intend to do anything harm. You know what I'm saying? But like the idea that now men are actually thinking like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that either. Because technically you shouldn't. So it's just a weird, I think that, I, I, I think it's conversations that we have to keep having and like people have to be uncomfortable. And I don't necessarily know that generation it'll happen like now because suddenly we'll overturn everything that is patriarchal society and like everything will be great and right and everything again but it might take us raising our children a little bit differently with eyes open in a different way so maybe we won't see a full change until like 30 years from now yeah 50 years from now 50 years from now or something but i don't know the conversation started so that's half the battle yeah you know and it's and at least if we can get it's it out of the workplace, started. like if I can go to work and not see your dick, thank you. I appreciate yeah, yeah. being able to go to basics. work and not having you flip your friend <laughs> yeah, out of my yeah, face. Let me, let me not say, hey, because Courtney, how you doing? If we can get the basics, right. like the basics, like keep right. your, your pants, right. like, right. just like, well, let's start there. Right. We'll start sure. there. Like keep picking your pants and, you know, don't touch people that you ain't friends with like that. So right. that's we'll, true. We'll that's there. true. We'll start there. It's like kindergarten. Baby steps. Everybody keep their hands to themselves and keep your penis in your pants. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on to our last topic of the day. Uh, Cards Against Humanity. Have you guys played that? Yeah. Yes. I have it's one. one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. So they are actually making, to me, a pretty political, ballsy move. Um, they have a campaign that they're trying to save the world right now. So we obviously know them for the raunchy game. You know, you play, you get your little black cards and mm-hmm. put down, you know, get to pick whatever raunchy statement you want to make. And there's a judge. Well, they are, uh, they're, they're saying that they bought the land on the U.S. border to block President Trump from building a wall. Because we all know that Trump been talking about building what? this wall for a minute, right? What? So the Chicago-based company said on their website, actually, customers... <laughs> it was a big open. It was a big printout. Yeah, yeah. Customers could <laughs> contribute to the wall, uh, the wall blocking project, with a $15 purchase for surprise uh, surprise gift package. Uh, the program sold out within hours. So they've been, you know, they killed it. And this is what the site also said. It said Donald Trump is a <laughs> preposterous... Gollum, who is afraid of, of Mexicans. <laughs> it was so good. He is so afraid that he wants to build a $20 billion wall that everyone knows will accomplish nothing. He, they said, so we purchased a plot of vacant land on the border and retained a law firm specializing in eminent domain to make it as time-consuming and expensive as possible for the wall to get built. I mean, wow. and they also have applied to trademark Trump's favorite term, fake news. They're going at him. <laughs> They're going at them. I love it. I love That's it. That's amazing. What do you I guys think? I appreciate it. I think I, when I read that, I was like, I love life. Like, you I make me it. happy again. And then the other part of me said, how we know y'all really bought that land and y'all just not using this as a ploy to get more people to buy cars of humanity because I have a conspiracy, you know, capitalism oh, theory. Man, I was like, sure. I, I, I want to see the receipt. Okay. <laughs> number one. You should start that tweet. And then. <laughs> Show me the receipt. <laughs> and then number two, my next concern was, I get it. Like, you, you hire the law firm for eminent domain, whatever, make it expensive as possible for him to have 
have to do it. Honey, that's my money. I was just going to say, that's like, my tax money. That's true. <laughs> like, so. Yeah, that's true. It, but I get the, like, it's. What's Canada like right now? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I always say. I want to move to Toronto. I want to move to Toronto. I'm going to have to become a Canadian citizen or something because I don't know. I'll say, hey, real quick. Hey, I'll be there. Deuces. <laughs> Deuce, Deuce. Out, US. I'm out. Yeah. But it's a thought that counts, right? Like conceptually, conceptually the idea, it's a great I idea. It's genius conceptually. I, it, Whoever it's thought of this was it's they funny. should they deserve a raise. It's great. For sure. Yeah. So we'll see. And Trump has not uh, tweeted or had a comment about this one yet, but what? we'll see. I'm sure it's coming. I'm never using cards against humanity right. ever. It's That's a stupid no, game. It's a stupid game. It's a stupid yeah. game. Fake, Morons it's fake play it. lies and right. <laughs> right. It's fake news and fake lies. Go, right, go exactly. So we'll see what happens. But you get an A for trying. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to our guest today, Bijan, and talk a little bit about your new show, you know, Van Helsing. You play yeah. Felix, right? Yeah. So what can you tell us about Felix? Oh, Felix, I mean, the best way to describe him would be kind of like um, Peggy meets Lord of the Flies, if you guys have ever read that book. Yeah, yeah that okay. poor kid, that yeah. poor kid. He's just good kid in the wrong place, dealing with the wrong, wrong people, people, and... <laughs> It's just a shitty situation for him. <laughs> all like around. All the time. That's like all, all the way time. around. I just remember playing the character thinking, when am I going to stop being a bitch? Like, <laughs> like, I'm just, it just constantly, everyone's just above you and has more power. And yeah. you're just like, crap, man. Yeah. 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 And then you randomly, I thought you had the most interesting story. You randomly were discovered by an agent, right? You weren't you weren't necessarily seeking out an agent, were you? No, away? no, okay. not at all. Um, yeah, I remember I was still in Toronto, and I was just starting to look for agents and whatnot. And um, I don't know if you know the site Casting Workbook, but I made um, an account on that like three years ago. Okay. And um, I didn't know how to change my city of residence from Vancouver to, to Toronto. So it was Vancouver for three years, and that account just lied dormant because I was like, whatever, screw this. And that's how she found me. She thought I lived in Vancouver because oh, of the site. Wow, and I wow. was like, no, because I saw 604, and I'm like, what is that? Like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> but yeah, so she's like, oh, we really like you. Why don't you come out and visit us? And that was that. I just went over there, and I was like, I like you too. Hire me a job. Hire me a job. I'm available. <laughs> and now I'm here in front of you guys. Awesome. So I mean, yeah. yeah if you, I mean, when I saw two to three years, it, it, it takes people seven, ten, you know, yeah. overnight success is seven in LA, and you came from Canada and you got the job. You All know, over yeah. a typo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. Right. I, you know, happen. still, still got a ways to go, but it's definitely like accelerated yeah. right now. So, because I know of people who have been doing this way longer than I have, and have yet to book a one-liner. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like they're they're grinding, they're trying so hard, and you know I feel for them and all, but yeah, yeah. Like, but I got but, a job. But I feel, <laughs> my, I feel for you. I received my blessing. <laughs> I, re- I received my paycheck. You know? Every two weeks. And I'm a key. <laughs> yeah. And that, were you a fan of the show prior to? Had you watched? It I had all? never watched the show before. Guilty, but I'm gonna be honest. I never watched the show before. Mm-hmm. But um, after you know receiving the audition request, I was just sort of like, all right, well. I need to see what's going on. Yeah. And I just kind of watched it to get a vibe for the show to see what everyone else is doing. And then I was like, all right, I, I can see you. myself on I this. Mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I called some friends. I'm like, yo, what y'all think of this show? And they're just like, yo, I could definitely see you on that show. And I'm like, where? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so, the, you know, all the positive vibes. And, you know, then I was on the show. So. And had you been a sci fi kind of horror fan prior to. Oh, you know? no, I like my sleep. <laughs> he said, I like no, my no. sleep. No. He said, I like my sleep. No, my, no, my, my no. imagination is healthy. I can't be watching. He said, it's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be watching too many horror, horror shows, man. I'll be, 
Have you been desensitized at all from working on Mount Helsing? Well, you know, no. No? No. <laughs> you still no. watch it and be like, no, so I, like, can't, no I, can't I can't handle this. I can't handle this. That is amazing. What's yeah. been your favorite episode so far? Um, favorite episode to do or Yeah, what? for you. Well, for, either one. Either. Yeah, um... You know what? I would have to say the first one that I'm in. I think that's three, episode three. It was immediately you hit the ground running. Serious scenes working across from Christopher Herdal. Yeah. It was it was intense. But not once did I ever think that like, you know, this was because it was my first time on a professional set. It was like the first like, whoa, I got this. And um, not once was it ever daunting, you know? It felt very I don't want to say easy, but it was very like natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, it wasn't difficult at all. But my favorite scenes or episode would have to be the first one because like every scene in the pool is just intense. The ones, am I, am I allowed to say what happens in the episode? Screw it. You know when you're like I'm getting tortured and whatnot, or the scenes in which I'm like dealing with the vampire. It's all like very good stuff to watch, and it was fun to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I I'm a I was a fan of obviously the movie when it came mm-hmm. out, and then mm-hmm. uh, I saw the first season of of the show, and I feel like sci-fi has just really stepped up their game overall with their they're programming. Going. I mean, they're killing it. Ghost Wars to Channel mm-hmm. Zero to mm-hmm. your show. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and even their in uh, kind of their more independent original movies that they're mm-hmm. doing now and putting a lot more out. They're they're killing the game right now. Yeah. You know, sci-fi is the place to be. Yeah. It really be. is. And hiring a lot of people of color for a lot of roles on the network for yeah. the shows. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome because yes, you know it getting is. into it, and it's just like so many opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> which, which role is mine? Yeah. Yeah. You know? You know? Hire me. Know yeah. Right. Hire me. Yes. Yeah. And you also have another movie coming out called Dragged Across Concrete. What's that about? Yeah. What do you? What's what's your um, role in that? I'm. <laughs> I go from playing this. Weak kid to playing a hoodlum, you know, oh, find oh. me on the street corner type, mm-hmm. type deal. Um, that one was a lot of fun. That one was a lot of fun because I I'm not as gangster as they come, but it was fun to. <laughs> <laughs> I actually need a t-shirt that actually says that. Not, not as, as not as gangster as they come. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you got a t-shirt. I, I want that T-shirt. Oh, no, I'm t-shirt? saying I want that T-shirt. You need to make that. I need that. T-shirt. I, need that. T-shirt. I, need that. I was like, wait, that's what I was like. Wait, you got one? Can put I that on your right put now? that on your website. <laughs> yeah, you need that <laughs> on your, your website. website. You need yeah. that. Yeah, I want to. I want to try and steal it. Yeah, let me get on my phone and try and trademark it real quick. Hey, hey, hey. What's it called? Right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You didn't see it from me, no. Yeah. So that that was a lot of fun. It was it was a smaller role, a much smaller role, but it was my first time on like like a feature film. A lot of first times. Yeah. yeah, first times, right? So um, it was actually my first time meeting famous people was on was on that show, or uh, on that movie. Uh, Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn. I, I met them. Vince Vaughn's huge. Yeah. He's a tall dude. He's, a he's dude. massive. Yeah, yeah, and a really nice guy. But he's oh, he's so yeah. dope. Yeah. I just like walk up, just like whoa, like what? Tall. Yeah, you know, it doesn't really, I guess, translate in the movies. You're watching all these movies, but then you see him and you're like, oh, yeah, damn. Yeah, he's yeah. tall. <laughs> he's mad tall. Yeah, yeah. Met Mel Gibson too. <laughs> uh, well, all right. And and cricket. Uh, How was that? <laughs> I, he's all right. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting. It was a diff- definitely a different vibe. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, he was a cool guy. Too. That was very politically no, correct yeah. way of saying a lot yeah. of things. Like, I was like, I could read into a lot of that. He's like, yeah, it's a different, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But all in all, that was a that was a really good experience too. 
Yeah. And then are you working on anything else outside of this movie? Nothing that I can mention, unfortunately. I wish I could, because I like talking about this stuff. But (laughs) but that's why you all should follow him. Exactly. Come up, you know. What's your social (laughs) media so everybody can know? Yeah, um, I only use Instagram, so um, it's it's Nadorby, so it's like N-E-D-O-H-R-B. That's what it is. Nadorby. Nadorby. What is that? Oh, yeah, what is that? What what is that? Oh, well, my, my full name is Bijan Roden. Well, my full name is Bijan Lorenzo Roden. I don't ever use the middle name, but Bijan Roden. And it's just the first initial with the last name backwards. That's all it is. Oh. Yeah. Because I went through a phase where I like kept deleting my social media. I'm like, social media is bad. And <laughs> I couldn't get what get I wanted back. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just, I'm like, and I just put it backwards. <laughs> I like don't, that Don't roast though. me. Because <laughs> like we like, you already got a complicated name. Why you got to turn it right? Right, now you made it backwards. Okay, that right. makes sense. If you really want to follow me, you'll find me. Yeah, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. exactly. I think if you just type my name, though. It'll yeah, if you can, yeah. yeah, it does. It comes yeah. And then we can also catch you on Thursday nights on Sci Fi Channel for your show, Van Helsing. Yeah, absolutely. Check the times, different times, and different, oh, yes. you know. Yes, yes. different yes. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Courtney, where can fans find you? I'm everywhere at Stuart Starlet. Boom, everywhere at DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at Dario Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and on the Reels channel on Friday nights for Broken Famous and Us Weekly's Family or Us Weekly Celebrity Feud. Yep, yep. And uh, we will definitely be watching you, man, and, yeah. and watching your career yeah, grow. It's a pleasure having you, man. Keep us updated on what's going on. I can on come back, right? Sure. Anytime. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll really? the Canadians we back. always hear about Thursday. Yes. Bring it back. <laughs> we always love the Canadians. Well, uh, <laughs> congratulations for all the success, man. Sure. Thank you so much. All right, and we'll see you guys next week. Actually, Jeez. yes, Thanksgiving is next week. Oh, no, so you we won't see so y'all. So we won't see y'all next week. I'll be eating. I'll be eating. So enjoy us today. We'll see you in two weeks. Peace. Later. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefine. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.